It's update time. Today we're checking in with one of my favorite book coaches, Miss Valerie McDowell. We talk about how books can be a great way to leave a legacy behind. She even shares insight on how this pandemic can be an opportunity for learning, exploring, and finding new ways to be all of you. So please stick around and enjoy the show. another episode of Coffee with Tea. I am excited because we're going to do a follow-up segment because Ms. Valerie McDowell was here and her um, previous episode premiered August the 28th. So please make sure you check that out. And what I'm going to do is now bring her in because this is basically a great follow-up into how to prepare you to write your book and, and entrepreneur stuff. And so without further ado, I want to bring on my good friend, Ms. Valerie McDowell. Welcome back, my friend. Thank you, Tanya. So good to be here. It's always a pleasure to hang out with you. It's always a pleasure to talk to you because like I said, you inspire me with just <laughs> all the stuff you got going on. You said you had seven books you were working on. Now you were down to six and then you told me we are back up to seven. So congratulations. And how how has that been going? Oh my God, it is so amazing. Um, I'm just so blessed and honored that I get to work with these uh, men and women, helping them to realize their dreams, you know, because as I help, you know, usher them into, you know, fulfilling their dream of writing a book, then I get to kind of come alongside them and just watch magic happen. I mean, it's so amazing to me to see, you know, you go from an idea to a full blown book. And for many people, it's like when they get that book in their hand, or even when they see the the title page, that's always, you know, when we have a cover design, you know, sending out to them, oh my God, it gets exciting. And we just updated one, we just added one little thing in the background. He's like, oh my God, that's even better than it was before. You know, he already (laughs) loves it, but he's like, it's even better than it was before. So just the whole process of working with clients and and seeing the development of a book come to, come to uh, manifestation is just always a good thing. Right, right. And sort of, you talk about like, you basically, what you do is you help them take it from um, um, concept in their head, and to put it out into, um, I guess, the, 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 the birth, <laughs> the birth of their ideas. Yes. Right? I am the midwife to birthing books here. <laughs> I love it. Like, okay, we're going to push. <laughs> yes, and the majority of my clients, it is still an idea form. Um, if they have anything written, it might just be a couple of chapter titles or maybe just a title if that, you know, only one or two of my clients have actually had some, some work to share, you know, maybe four or five pages, you know, but the majority of people, it's really like, it's been in their head for weeks and months and years or decades even, you know, that's always, you know, um, just because life, you know got in the way, you know, they were married, kids, this, in school, careers, you know, all kinds of things where that book keeps getting put at the back of of the list. Right, right. And I know we talked about, um, you know, how to get started and stuff like that last time, really. But like, I think what's the biggest, what's the biggest um, struggle that people just don't seem to get? I think we talked a little bit about the the fear and stuff Mm -hmm. like that, or, you know, 
Is it like um, nobody's going to listen to what I have to say? Is that like one of the biggest drawbacks that people have on, on yeah. writing their books? I would say both of those um, come into play and not even they won't listen, but they won't read it. You know? mm. <laughs> um, and even with the reading, am I willing to share my truth? You know, because a lot of times we live life with the mask on. You know, we're, we're this persona, you know, we're, we're this certain face in public, in the workplace, at church, sometimes even in our own families, we're a certain way. And I think, um, particularly in light of coronavirus quarantine, that people are having to be themselves. It's like, you might've got away with the, the mask the first month in March and April. <laughs> it's, it's July, almost August. It's like, are you, you know, and particularly for those couples or families that you know were just kind of two ships in the night you're ripping running here okay bye see you honey okay i'm back you know and now you're just everybody's at home <laughs> whether it was with the homeschooling and both parents working for instance or you know however your family dynamic works out you know or roommates or whatever the situation may be you know we're spending a lot of time together and there are a lot of stories <laughs> yeah. you know a lot of stories to tell now you know sometimes crisis and you know, inconveniences allow for some of the best stories, you know, Absolutely. like you I, having a car breakdown, just thought of this, you know, and you having to get on a bus, for instance, you haven't been on a bus since you were maybe in college or something in high school. So you're on public transportation, you've been, you know, driving your car forever. And now you get to see what other people do. And you're like, wow, this is fascinating. <laughs> you know, like if you look around and you don't realize how much you miss when you're just always in your car or in your space or in wherever you are. But when you get out among other people or you see things from someone else's perspective or you have to shift and adjust your own, yeah, a lot of magic can happen because you, you start seeing things from a whole new different viewpoint. Right, right. And I, that's why I said, has that been like one of the biggest things that you've seen? Like, um, you know, we've been in this coronavirus shutdown for a while. I wish to say shutdown because we're not shut down, but you know, you, you we've been in this yeah. so what has what have you seen has been the biggest um aha for you for this time period i think the biggest aha is that i like this setup <laughs> <laughs> i mean the, the miss sometimes which is really not a miss was i had more separation when i was commuting somewhere you know, so I could shift, you know, from one thing to another, just because the commute kind of forced it, um, me to shift and put my mind on something else, but the continual, <laughs> you know, but I've worked at home, you know, I used to do a whole lot of projects at night anyway, you know, do some of my best work when it's quiet and everyone's gone to sleep, <laughs> you know, but just being able to get so much more done and having more time to, you know, really be able to say, well, what can I do, you know, or how do I work? Seeing, you know, your work, your own work patterns, your own work habits, you know, and being like, ah, oh, <laughs> I need to fix that. <laughs> or that's great. Or why do you have so many meetings on your schedule for today? You know, figuring out how you work best and what's even needed and not needed. I think a lot of people, are seeing do, you know, again, with a family, for instance, did we really need to be in all of those activities? You know, um, sitting down at a table to eat, not 
you know, quickly at a couch, you know, watching TV while you're on the computer, you know, but taking time to do some things, going for a walk in the neighborhood, you know, a lot more of that is going on, you know, with the gym being closed, because you even had that kind of paradigm about, I meet with these people, we go here, but now you're like, you don't know who you're going to meet when you're walking in the neighborhood, right? You're going to see, you know, or even to observe, you know, so I think just be more conscious and more aware intentionally about your surroundings and, and, and how you're feeling, your energy levels. Like you're, you're more aware because you're not rushing all day. So be more aware of, of where I am physically, mentally, emotionally, you know, as I go throughout my day. Right. You know, I'm just sitting there as you were talking, I'm thinking, I was like, can you imagine how many books are going to come out of this? <laughs> yes. Yes. This is a great time to reflect and figure out, you know, exactly. you know, what story do I want to share? You know, what kind of legacy do I want to leave behind? And that's really basically like what a book can actually do for you, right? Yes, absolutely. Um, that is one. I, I have a set of clients for whom legacy building is very important. And so being able to leave something behind, um, as our country reckons with a lot of our history, you know, a lot of people who, you know, I know my parents' generation, those before, they didn't really talk about certain things you know, like, like they literally never talked about it. You know, my parents are from the South and they came up North, they were part of the great migration. And so there are things I'm hearing now at my very lovely double digit, double nickel age (laughs) that I literally have never heard. It's like, but they, I mean, the culture and the way things were, you just didn't talk about it. And so to hear these stories, but also to, to validate that, no, this is important. No, let's talk about, let's share this. Let someone know what you went through and how you were able to accomplish it and get through it. You know, that, that we come from great stock, you know, of people who have gone through, you know, terrible things, but still are here, you know, that we are still here, still doing great and mighty things. And so, I mean, I love those kinds of stories, you know, those overcoming stories, those stories of triumph. And to be able to share with your kids, your grandkids, your great grandkids, you know, that, yeah, this is, this is what we were able to do. Like, yeah, we had nothing. You know, what Drake song started from the bottom, now we're here. Like, literally, we were at the bottom, you know, and even if you just moved up a little bit, like, we had nothing. Right. right. To hear some of these stories or even, you know, other things, you know, people have gone through, you know, medical situations and, and even how, how you're, um, dealing with loss, even in this time, you know, many people have, have lost family members and, you know, people they, they know and during this time. So, you know, the new way to grieve, you know, that, that, that's a book there, how to grieve when you can't be close, you know? Okay. Who wants that title? (laughs) (laughs) I'll take it. I'll take it. So just to piggyback, like it's so many stories, like you said, that can come out of this, you know? that and, and how you use them, how you, you use this time particularly will determine where, where you end up. Right, right. Well, you mentioned the double nickel thing. So you, <laughs> and I know in those times, cause I'm, I'm, I'm about at the, I'm, I'm almost at the 50 mark. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> so I was like, you yeah. take this time, huh? What is fine. Come on in. <laughs> hey, I'm coming. I'm about, I'm dipping my toe in, but <laughs> <laughs> with that being said I think there's a time where we we hit a um I said a reframing in our lifetime is that something that you think um at your wisdom that you would like to share 
that for those who are coming my great wisdom. <laughs> yes i am 55 and proud of it my dear okay and i would say that i'm excited because i keep finding new things new experiences i want to have like i don't feel like it's over you know like gone are the days of sitting in a rocking chair and, and rocking till you're gone you know it's like you know, people in my family lived at like 99 and 105. So I'm like, I'm only halfway there. So it's like, I got time to get some stuff done, you know? And so being, you know, curious, being um, interested in a lot of different things, you know, being an interesting person, it's like having a lot of different uh, skill sets and, and interests. Like I read all kinds of things. I was, um, a friend mentioned, uh, we were talking about musicals, um, of which Hamilton, you know, is the big one that's out now. Right. But I told her, like, you know, I really like musicals, but only certain ones, like, and I mentioned one I really liked, which was Fela, that came out maybe about four years ago, and she had never heard of it, and oh my God, it was like, now I have to go online and find it. Now I have to dance. Now I have to do this, you know, <laughs> because it's like, I love that kind of stuff. It energizes me. Um, I just... I'm inspired by it. You know, anything in the arts often inspires me. Um, and just to see beautiful things, to see something done in a beautiful way, to see dancers moving their bodies. You know, I was a dancer a real long time ago. I still got moves, but, you know, I'm going I'm to let the young ones have it right now. <laughs> but it's like being able to keep learning, keep exploring, keep finding new ways to, to be all of you. Like we often only tap into just little bits of us. You know, like we work our whole life, you know, and then we retire and then what? We, you know, some people say, I'm not doing anything else. I've already worked. My kids are grown. I've raised, like they're not doing anything else. And, and that's it. But it's like, why let your brain stop functioning? You know, right, it's like, right. well, now you have more time to do some things maybe that you didn't get to do. Like, this is a great time to see what would I do now? You know, that I have the time. You know, how can I improve myself? Learning, you know, being always teachable is a great, you know, um, mindset to have, you know, that there's always more to learn, you know, something new, exciting, you know, new people to meet, travel, see the world, you know, I, I want to, oh, I want to live until I die. <laughs> I want to live until I die. <laughs> that's definitely, yes. Yeah, that's, that's definitely, I think one of the greatest things I think about this time is the time to sit down and reflect about where you've been and where you'd like to go. So, I mean, like I said, there's always something to learn, something to grow. Like you said, there's always something out there. So what, what would you encourage those who are about to hit the 50? What would you say prepare yourself for? I say embrace it. The freedom. I remember 40. <laughs> And 40 was like, okay, I'm 40, but 50 is freedom, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I went to Europe for three weeks when I hit 50, okay? Wow. And I had the best time. And so I got to practice my French, <laughs> learn some Italian, see, you know, all kinds of things and, you know, say things like lift and, um, you know, the telly and all these things when I was in England. So, I mean, like to be able to explore different parts of my own being, you know, but 50, embrace it, you know, connect with people, you know, it's like you're getting closer to getting, you know, get more discounts at 50 with AARP and you get even more at 55, okay? It's like, use them, $8 off, I'll take it. <laughs> Free brunch, I'll take it. It's like, you know, and age is just a number. It's like, use it from the, you know, chronological age, get the benefits of that. 
but you know, you're um, an avid walker and exerciser. So you've already got confident strides going on. Keep your body moving, you know, because if you keep your body moving, then you keep the, the energy and the oxygen in your body. Your mind is still functioning. Keep, you know, keep exploring, keep doing, you know, don't, don't stop. Once we stop doing and moving, then, you know, life starts getting a little stagnated for us. And that's the thing with our brain or with our minds too, because I said, I know your mind is a muscle as well. So if you're not, you know, working on it and expanding it, it's, it's, I wouldn't say you lose it, but (laughs) (laughs) there's some capacity loss. Yeah, yeah, you're a little, little uh, struggling on how to, to, to keep your creativity flowing. So yeah, I heard something a long time ago, and it's about the word, you know, they were talking about TV, but it's like, it's, it's meant for amusement, you know, and muse means to think. So you add that A in front of it, amuse, then you're not thinking, you know, so don't, don't do things where you're not thinking too much. Okay. Like, you know, watch TV, but don't watch it all the time. You know, a lot of elderly people watch a lot of TV you know, and then their mental capacity tends to deteriorate or they're mixing all kinds of stuff they've watched all day. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> we, we need to get their minds working sometimes in a little more beneficial way than just watching TV all day. Yeah. Right. Well, I have enjoyed this conversation and I want to remind people, where can people find more information about you, your services and what you do? All right. Well, I'm Valerie McDowell, your writer, editor, and book coach accelerator. I work with writing challenge clients, helping them get their stories told and their books published. You can find me on www.power, the number two Excel, power to Excel, or my Facebook page is book coach accelerator. Okay. Book coach accelerator. And are you still doing, you are doing a, a live, right? I do a write it out every Wednesday night at 9.30. Thank you for reminding me. Every Wednesday, <laughs> we are in our second year. So we just celebrated our first year at the beginning of the month. But this is year two. And we come on every Wednesday night at 9.30 p.m. Book Coach Accelerator. Well, congratulations again. And then thank you again for coming on. I love your wisdom that you always share. because You inspired me. I'm going to get my book eventually. <laughs> Just yes. can patient. we do that? <laughs> we still got time. We still got a little. Probably people, I got time. All right, let's get on the schedule. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, so again, thank you for uh, for tuning in, and I also want to remind everybody that feedback is always welcome. Please email us if you have any guests or show ideas. Links are always posted in the comments to all of Valerie's things that she mentioned, her website, her Facebook page, all those things. I said, check those out. Also, if you enjoyed this episode, we'll know by you giving us a thumbs up and leaving us a comment. And if you are enjoying the insight that you're receiving and you find it valuable, please, please hit that subscribe button. And also remember, keep things in stride, go with the flow and create your own path. And again, thank you for joining us here on this episode of Coffee with Tea. We'll see you next time. Share with us. What was one of your takeaways from today's show? Post your answers in the comments. everyone this is tanya popping in again to say thank you for listening to today's show coffee with tea interviews are always free and if you're enjoying the wisdom and insights that's being shared please consider showing your support by all means buy me a coffee or become a supporter 
Links are posted in the comments. And again, thank you for tuning in.